by the second month, I should be able to go from 5K to a 10K. So going from three to about six miles. That's the second month, the second 30 days. So by the last stretch of my program, I should be able to run a 10K to a half marathon, which is going from six to 13, which sounds like an extreme jump. You're going from zero to three, three to six, and then six to 12. But actually, they're the same exact goals. I'm doubling my distance every single time. I'm also doubling my training. So this is how this relates to business as well. Setting goals that are measurable, but then also setting goals that you know are gonna be a little bit of a stretch for you. Welcome to another episode of the More Than a Side Hustle podcast, where we help nine to fathers create more impact, income, and influence outside their jobs. Today is a solo episode with just me. And if you are new here, my name is Anthony Hartzog, and obviously I am the co-host. We help nine to fathers do what they do and also create options outside their jobs. So today I'm going to spill the beans on why I'm going from a comfy couch to completing a half marathon in a few weeks. But here's a kicker, and I got my iPad out, so I got some notes here. I'm not just doing this for the fitness challenge. Stick around because I'll be explaining how I'm applying these same frameworks to help us make seven figures in our businesses over the course of these years. Um, If you guys don't know a little bit about me, we own multiple seven-figure businesses, and at this point, we realize it's the same strategy we use in our business will be the same strategy that I will use to go from couch to completing my first, not my first half marathon, because I've done a few of them, but going from couch to half marathon in a few weeks. So you guys might be wondering why I'm comparing a half marathon to growing a business. Well, if you give me a few minutes, I'll make sure I explain it and how it ties all together. So as I'm recording, and this is early 2024, right? So everyone is all excited. Everyone has all their goals. Everyone's like, oh my God, you know, I'm intentionally extreme. I have all these goals that I want to complete. I have all these resolutions. During this time of the year, right, we're all excited. And I don't know if you guys know that January 12th was National Quitters Day. So National Quitters Day. Essentially, the second Friday of January is National Quitters Day, which means that most people, whatever resolutions they had, whatever goals they had, they have already stopped doing it as of this recording. So if you're watching this, and you were able to go past National Quitters Day with your goal, with your resolution, shout outs to you. But most people quit by that time. And I didn't know what what National Quitters Day was until I just, I I wanted to know when do people normally stop doing their goals for the year, right? So a couple weeks into the year, we're all excited. And normally there is a day and time where people start, start, stop quitting their goals. They're like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And there is a national network and they have uh, thousands of people on this uh, fitness platform, and they noticed that on January 12th, after that date, people stopped logging their activities, like meaning, the, the, it's called uh, Stravia, Stravia, whatever it is. People stopped stop logging their fitness activity after January 12th. And I'm like, why is that? That's how, that sounds crazy. And then the, the National Quitters, they said 2019, they had over 800 million users logging physical activities on this app or on this website, right? So 800 million users. And they found that by the second Friday of January, most of them stopped logging their activities. Most of them stopped logging their goals. So that was when National Quitters Day was born. So like I said, if you watch this after National Quitters Day, by the second week of January, 
drop a comment below and let me know if you still got your goals going on or if you don't, and that's okay. So hopefully this video and this podcast gets you back to those goals. And my community, actually I'm doing a live inside our Cleaning Business University community. So if you guys are part of that Nationals Quitters Day and you kept your goals going, let me know in the comments. And if there's something you dropped by the second week of January, I want to know too. So if you didn't watch the first episode of the year on this podcast, we have mapped out our 2024 goals. And they revolved around our five pillars of what we call our pillars of success. And our five pillars are family, faith, finances, freedom, and lastly, fitness. Family goals, we talked about this on the episode, but that could be anything. That could be, you know, I want to do more date nights or something, something related to your family. Faith for us was like, we want to make sure we're praying before dinner, after dinner with Alani, making sure we're going to church and practicing our faith a lot, a lot more. Finances, that's the one everyone focuses on. So I want to make more money. I want to save more money. I want to invest more money. Freedom for us means we want to travel. That's one of the things we do. We love to travel, so we want to make sure we are continuously traveling. Jasmine says, I'm still going. Shout out to Jazz. And then lastly, like I said, the fitness goal. So that goes into the why the half marathon and why the short time frame and where the business comes into play. So one of my fitness goals for 2024 was I wanted to do something hard. I wanted to do something difficult. I want to do something challenging. I'm huge in the fitness. I work out a lot, but I said that was too easy. But I also want to get back into running. And I believe that when you put a deadline on your success, just like a deadline on your success in business, this allows you to get to your goals a lot faster. So instead of me saying, I want to start running again, I put a hard date, a hard stop, and a hard deadline to get to that goal. This is where I'm going from zero, as of when you're watching this recording, to a half marathon by the end of March. So that gives me pretty much 12 weeks to go from not running at all to a half marathon. And I believe when you pay, you pay attention. That's the, that's the next um, business rule and mindset. And in order for us to do these seven figures in our businesses, we had to start paying more to get to our goals, right? We always think that, oh my God, I could just YouTube this or I could just do this or that. But when it comes to our physical goals, we kind of just say, we're just going to do it, right? So I have a personal trainer, right? I have someone who helps me with my nutrition. And I said, in order for me to put my money where my mouth is, had to pay for this hard goal. So I was like, I'm going to pay for the half marathon. I'm going to make the decision in my mind, number one. That's the first thing I did, that I was going to start running more. I had to put a deadline on it, and I said, I want to start running more by this date. And instead of me just saying that, I paid for it. Before I even decided on how long I was going to train for, I said, what is the quickest way, the most actionable way I could get to an end result? So I put down my money where my mouth was, and I said, I'm going to pay for this half marathon. Now it's only $150. But instead of me just paying for it, I also put it on social media. Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? Did you know we own a seven-figure cleaning business? And we use that business in order to pay off $114,000 of debt. We use that business to help us travel more, save more money, and eventually become financially free. If any of that sounds good to you, check out Cleaning Business University, where we teach you how to launch and scale a six, now seven-figure cleaning business. And the best part about it is that you do not have to clean homes yourself. I know that sounds crazy, but check out Cleaning Business University. We give you more in-depth information about that. Check it out, and we will see you on the other side. I told my wife, right? So we talk about these business goals. A lot of us just like, all right, I'm going to do something I'm going to say something, but no, I put my money where my mouth was, which was me doing that. I'm also paying for coaching to make sure I stay in shape, but then also I'm, ho- I'm keeping myself accountable. So this episode 
is a way of me keeping myself accountable to my goals, right? So you guys are going to be able to listen to this. You guys are going to be able to watch this. I'm also inside my live community now. If you guys didn't know, we own a seven-figure cleaning business, and we teach people how to start and scale remote cleaning businesses without having to clean houses. You could tap into that at cleaningbusinessuniversity.com, where we talk about everything business-related, entrepreneurship, and even fitness, obviously, because they're watching this live. Um, and that link will be in the show notes. So that's why I'm giving myself only 12 weeks to complete this, because I wanted to do something that was hard, but I wanted to make sure it was a little bit of a stretch goal for me. Because right now, I just finished running today, and I ran like about a mile. I'm into two weeks into the training, and I also want to break this up into small, actionable steps, small, actionable goals. So this is also how it relates to business. So the first month of my training, by the end of the month, I should be able to run a 5K. A 5K is 3.11 miles. So going from zero to a 5K within about 24 days. So if you never ran a day in your life, by the end of my first month, I should be able to run a 5K, which I know I should be able to do that with ease. So I'm expecting to be able to do a little bit more than that. So breaking it down. By the second month, I should be able to go from 5K to a 10K. So going from three to about six miles. That's the second month. The second 30 days. So by the last stretch of my program, I should be able to run a 10K to a half marathon, which is going from six to 13, which sounds like an extreme jump. You're going from zero to three, three to six, and then six to 12. But actually, they're the same exact goals. I'm doubling my distance every single time. I'm also doubling my training. So this is how this relates to business as well. Setting goals that are measurable, but then also setting goals that you know are going to be a little bit of a stretch for you. I know zero to 3K is going to be easy. That's going to be the easy part. Going from three to six, that might be a little bit more of a stretch for me. But then going from six to a half, I know that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. That's where I expect the most, that's where I expect for me to kind of fall off a little bit, right? Because the first part, the first part of the training is going to be easy, just like the first part of business, right? You, you start your business, you start your LLC, you get your website, you get your logo. Like we've all done that in the community, right? That's the easy part. That's the exciting part. Everyone is excited about that first part of the goal. Then you get to National Quitters Day when most people quit. Then National Quitters Day, if you still keep going, Quay and I are blogging customers at Launch 27 right now. Shout out to you guys. We're going to see you out in a couple weeks. Um, and, well, actually not a couple weeks. But going from that midterm goal to that stretch goal, that is going to be a challenge. And another reason why I decided to run a half marathon at the very beginning of the year, because I know that most people follow in fitness, me included. It is extremely hard to get up and work out when it's 30 degrees outside. When it's, I mean, now it's been snowing in Dallas over the last couple of years. When it's cold, when it gets darker outside. So how do you put a goal around, you know, your lifestyle, but then also, you know, the challenges you're going to have. So for like the weekends, most of us take the time off on the weekend. Oh, I deserve to relax. Who the hell said you deserve to relax? If you were at your nine to five all week and you worked in your business, maybe one or two hours, the weekend is the time that you separate yourself from the competition. The weekend is the time where you say, you know what? I'm going to get a couple steps ahead of the competition. Because I know almost everybody's deciding I'm going to take some time off. Like this week in our businesses, it was a hell week. It was like just meetings after meetings after meetings. 
not a hell week, but just a just a week where we couldn't get ahead. So we said, on the weekend, I'm going to record a podcast. And most of the time, we don't record podcasts on the weekend. And I said, I'm going to log my most amount of miles on the weekend because I know I couldn't do it during the week. So I decided to start putting my hard goals on the weekends where most of us start to relax. Most of us start to chill. Most of us start to kind of wind down a little bit. We said, no, we're going to pick it up during the weekend. So I knew that my half marathon goals would allow me to push forward throughout this, probably the hardest time of the year for me when it comes to fitness. So that's how I related to growing a seven-figure business. Number one, paying. When you pay, you pay attention. That was key number one. Number two, giving myself a strict timeline on completing these goals. If you have a business, let's say, like we asked, at the, we asked in our community, what is one thing that you want to accomplish by the first quarter? Right? And if you're in a community, drop your comments. What's one thing you want to accomplish in the first quarter? And somebody was like, I forgot what the, what the goal was, but I, like, I want to hire like 10 people, five people, whatever it was. And said, okay, that's an attainable goal. But how are you breaking that down? How many interviews are you doing? How many applicants are you getting? How many scheduled calls are you doing? How many test cleanings are you doing in your business? To get to that 10 people hired. Now, you may recognize that that goal might be a stretch goal, which is totally possible. But putting a deadline on it, making it actionable, making it attainable, but then also putting your money where your mouth is. So those are ways we've been able to grow a, like multiple seven-figure businesses and also now me relating it to these half marathon goals. So appreciate you guys tapping in. And if there are some goals that you want to complete, drop them in the comments below. But there was this quote I was reading online. Um, actually, we were watching this YouTube video. And this YouTube video was about parenting. And that, that's going to be a whole other episode in itself. But when they started adopting foster kids, they said one of the reasons that they started adopting foster kids was to show them that a normal life was possible for them. Like having dinner at the table was possible for them. Having a, a, a father figure come home from work and give his wife a hug and give his kids a hug was possible for them. So they started adopting kids. This is showing what was possible outside their normal lives. So... I want you guys to see it and achieve it. But then also when you see it, you can make it possible for yourself. So drop it in the comments if you have a goal that you want to achieve by Q1. Because that's one of, the, one of my big fitness goals is to wrap up a half marathon. You guys are going to be, be able to watch us live or watch me live as I do it. So tap in. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please drop us a five-star review on your Apple podcast or Spotify player. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you found this episode helpful, on how we were able to you know, grow a seven-figure business, but then also how I'm making it attainable and achievable through running this half marathon. Subscribe to the YouTube. You guys don't know what that means. A little subscribe button may not seem like anything to you, but for us as content creators, as educators, as consumers of content, it helps us grow tremendously. Appreciate you guys. And then also let me know what you want to see us record. If there's another episode, another topic that you want to see me touch on, let me know in the comments, y'all. Or just let us know on Instagram. So... This has been another episode of the More Than a Side Hustle podcast. Drop us a five-star review. Subscribe to YouTube. And we will see you guys next week. And hopefully, you didn't quit on your goals. All right, guys. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for tapping in with us again. As you know, we always ask if you guys can please, please go ahead and leave us five-star review. Go ahead and write something if you're enjoying what we speak about. If you listen to us week to week, please be sure to let us know. That helps us to continue to grow and for other people to listen to our show as well. We appreciate it.